this should air the first week of Pride Month. Pride Month. Which is like everybody's gay.com at tumblr.com. But like on acid and steroids. <laughs> I think this is going to be time. the best Pride, the biggest, best Pride Month ever. Every if the host being this gay, excited so. about the Met Gala. <laughs> right. <laughs> All these straight people are like, you know, I never knew this about queer history. And I have been living a lie. I think it's going to be like So straight, many people are going to come out. parades of straight people wearing rainbow baseball caps. Mm-hmm. And I'm that just got at Target. for it. They all got them at Target. I'm happy for it. And I like it. And can you get flip-flops too? And will you please tell your children that it's okay for them to wear those flip-flops too? This episode of Dear Jessamine has profanity, sex talk, weed smoking, and a bunch of other shit that is just not for everybody. You also may not agree with the stuff we say or how we say it, and we think that that's great. Today, we're recording from stolen lands of the Kiawe Confederacy. We promote cannabis medicine to people over 21, and if you're not 21, come back when you are. What I want to do to myself is selfish. Hey, Jessamine. Hey, Ash. How are you doing? You know, you pointed out that I was I was having some big energy that I really don't want to have right now. And so mm. I'm trying to breathe, but I'm mm. good. I've had a really good day full of lesson already. Totally. You know, I love that. And challenge. Literally. How are you doing? Same. Yeah. I woke up in a really funky headspace, which I think mm. was really just feeling all of my feelings you asked me a couple times yesterday like how am i how is i feeling i was like i'm feeling all of my feelings and it's nice to just let them all be there i appreciate not trying to like mask them or even letting them just run amok or be like it's it's helpful for me to remember that feelings aren't facts Mm. i have i have a tendency to feel like feelings are facts and that how i'm feeling in this exact moment is how i will always feel for the rest of my life even though my moods move like the moon they move Mm. like the ocean like Mm. tides of the ocean it is literally just like one in one out so if i can just stick around for the miracle i'm usually good Oh, what is it called? I was just listening to a past episode of Dear Jessamine for edits for Kylie, who is so great. I just can't ever say how great Kylie is. Kylie's great. Um, And I was listening to myself sort of talk about how angry I feel around the powerlessness of white supremacy, mm-hmm. the powerlessness I have in the face of white supremacy, or it's not pure. Well, now I'm thinking about it. It's not pure powerlessness. It's like, overwhelm mm. you know at the amount of um all that it's another episode so listen to that one if you want to know more but <laughs> i was just thinking about how i have this whole narrative that like i'm not like white guilt isn't motivating me in my quest for justice in this hero's journey of my lifetime mm. but it's like i i was listening to myself explain that i get so angry at the idea that i can't blah 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 and i was like oh wow i just like rebranded white guilt into like (laughs) (laughs) so it is definitely what i'm calling it is definitely some version of acceptance (laughs) (laughs) for my white guilt i think of that concept as exclusively a hindrance but um, Mm. nuance and like real life and being a grown-up kind of reminds us that everything is extremely complicated and if you want things to be pure or right or one way or you know yeah 
it's um, a limiting practice that doesn't take into account how robust we all are. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm calling it acceptance in a specific moment, but just also in general, all the time. See vous play. Universe. C'est très bon. I love that so much, so dearly, so deeply. Um, this week I'm calling in just <laughs> patience. I'm <laughs> calling him patience every week. Oh my goodness. Mm. Patience with myself. I was not, I have not been patient with myself the last mm-hmm. 24 hours in particular. And, uh, but it's all like on the road to patients. So it's like what you were saying, I was like, wow, you know, it's like the fractal is still fractal. Like it's just doing like mm. where the truth is still the truth. It just looks different. And I feel like I'm just always in some phase of acceptance. Mm. And for me, it's like try not to rush past this part. Like just just be in it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to get past it. There's the next part. I think about this all the time, how like the next thing is going to be shitty too. <laughs> like whatever it is, <laughs> there's shit on the greener side of the grass yeah. as well. <laughs> like yeah. it's okay. No need to rush. <laughs> so uh, I'm trying, I'm calling impatience. Hell yeah. Uh, can we say the answer to last week's trivia question? T- totally. Do you want to like, well, repeat the question? Okay. The question was who played the character Janie Gibbs in the moot, the nineties, classic Harriet the Spy by Nickelodeon starring my girlfriend Michelle Trachtenberg and my other girlfriend Rosie O'Donnell and my other girlfriend answer to the trivia question Vanessa Lee Chester (laughs) okay if you got Vanessa Lee Chester high fives in your head without googling even though if you did google you also got it you just got it a different way there's two prizes i think there should be a prize for no googling and then a prize for googling just like it's a it's a it's an it's a okay what prize are we offering that we don't have that like spiritual prize like what the prize gift are we giving no i've been thinking about it for the last couple seconds so i just want to say what i'm thinking um i'm thinking for the winners no googling Mm -hmm. if we're at a bar and they have cupcakes imaginary bar where there's like sober drinks and alcohol drinks if they have cupcakes like somebody who's there at the bar having Mm -hmm. their birthday i would go over to that table and ask them if i could have cupcake for you that's that's the prize fuck yeah okay my prize prize? for no google yeah is um right now wherever you are whoever you are actually this is winner everybody's a winner okay just notice if your tongue is touching the roof of your mouth and drop it off the roof of your mouth. Don't necessarily have to open your mouth or open your lips, but you can just drop your tongue gently off the roof of your mouth. That's the prize for everybody. And then release your shoulders down from your ears. Winners. That's an incredible prize. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. And for the, for the I think everybody, yeah. I didn't yeah. Google or not Google. I waited for you and Kylie to find the answer. And then I was like, um, you remember Vanessa Lee Chester? That's true. I, I was I like, is it Vanessa Chester? You were like, um, I beg your <laughs> pardon. <laughs> this I, is the era of three names, dude. Nay Perez, A.K. Vanessa Lee Chester. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Sarah Michelle Geller. Who else? Who else? Um, all of them bitches. Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, yeah, you said that. But, well, okay. Mary Louise Parker. Oh, yeah. Mary Stuart Mary Masterson. Stuart Masterson. Yeah. <laughs> in general 
Um, there's more. If you can think of more three. But then there's also really important one syllable, one syllable names like, oh no, Ricky Lake, I guess is two syllables. I just want to say Ricky Lake. You did. <laughs> what the fuck is Ricky Lake coming up right now? We said 90s. Now you're out here excited. Fat icon. She is. Okay, but the question Ricky Lake is a fat icon. Is she still fat? She's I like, she's, yeah, she's like Kathy and Jimmy fat, post fat. No, icon. there's like a later in life thing that happens for middle class people. For middle class, I'm thinking middle class <laughs> women right. who go to the doctor and decide that like because of whatever the thing is. They're going to pay for a trainer and, yeah, really, and a nutritionist do differently. and really change, yeah. change It's like a whole around. thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we say your name. Yeah. Um, on this eve of, remember when reproductive justice seemed like it mattered more in this country mm. and ricky lake made that film about the business of being born for some mm. reason they're connected i think just in general having more knowledge of our rights and agency as people who give birth to children that was a nice slide in fuck the supreme court him Abolish Supreme no, Court. Okay, I said, on. okay, we should all be, <laughs> the other day we were at Chick-fil-A and I was like, we should all be as firm in our beliefs as Chick-fil-A has been about homophobia because they didn't, they never stopped being homophobic and bitches went back to Chick-fil-A. We were literally, we're queer. I would call myself queer as fuck. Bitches eat I was chicken. with my queer as fuck girlfriend and we were in there eating their homophobic chicken. So on that same tip, I think that we should all be as staunch in our values as the right wing conservative militia who has been out here for decades trying to overturn Roe v. Wade. They slid in under the rugs. They were in the crevices. They were everywhere. Dude. They, literally. And I mean, they been, it shit. was like so many judges had to be appointed. So many different things had to happen. And when I heard that shit, I was like, bitch, they really did that. Y'all really did that. I mean, I hope I mean, to God with the power with the power vested in the internet the hoes will not let this stand literally hoes it is the duty of hoes i personally believe to make sure that this shit does not happen totally but yeah it's a pipe dream to be like white people you men you're making problems you got to fix they're not going to why no that's the whole point of oh making the God. problem in the first place i feel emotion slightly emotionally detached i feel like there's a political yes. party line that i know to say and believe mm -hmm. cognitively but i also am kind of like Okay, so remember when we were all herbalists and we mm. all had to like figure out that Penny Royale is an herb that will terminate a pregnant and unwanted pregnancy mm. early and that mm. we have the resources actually without pharmaceuticals and without men. I mean, mm. I'm just like, cool. So when the food system collapses, like, are you gonna freak out and go to Washington and march or are you gonna dig a fucking garden bed at the end of the fucking mm. day, you know? Mm. And that's also probably a controversial opinion because I'm, 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 I'm for like survival. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm like, not, I'm not, I'm like not Very a Democrat. You know what I mean? Today. I'm not mm -hmm. a Republican. I, I'm not a capitalist. I don't even know what fucking economic system I understand or believe in, but I do know that like, I, I believe in seed saving, mm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I believe in, I believe in traditions that have been around since long before this, bullshit mm. and how evolution happens and i <laughs> i just can't be dependent on people who are trying to murder me at all times mm. that's okay so you that's know? that's where i am like yeah. i was i was like wow deeply con 
controversial opinions on both hands yeah. here. Yeah. But I was also shocked that you brought this up at all, honestly. It's felt like the white woman topic of the day. It's like <sighs> like the well, thing. And I mean, like, I feel y'all like I get what's going on. I feel you. And obviously I'm in favor of Roe v. Wade, but I'm just like, um, yeah, that's what they do. You know, like, that's what they do. They will do it to you too. They don't care about you. Right. Like, period. And I don't know how many ways the establishment has to tell you like there's no concern and so i don't feel compelled to like really be up in arms about it but then at the exact same time i'm not trying to get an abortion today and also i'm not thinking about like my reproductive rights actively and i'm fully in i mean steeped in privilege literally just over here like oh yeah yeah is that something you guys are like concerned about today because i don't really give a fuck you know but so when you think about that think about how many people are actively disenfranchised every day who also feel (laughs) see people be like i don't give a fuck until my rights are um Mm are compromised so i don't know i mean i just think it's an interesting thing for us to experience all together and it's fascinating to me the ways that we like control each other's opinions about mm-hmm. stuff and like make it like topical and be like oh what is your opinion about this or like how do you feel about this but it's like who get, i mean i <laughs> everybody has different opinions based on where they're standing yeah. there's no norm boy Maybe this... we should accept that <clears throat> totally anyway mm. I just think we're living in a time and there's a there's a piece of me that just wants to like locate where we are mm. in the timeline because mm. this is a day oh, yeah. after that a yes. day after two days two days after that leak two days after the Met Gal of 2022 <laughs> <laughs> it's like everybody knows about the Met Gal now this year also I'm like the Met Gal has been happening and we're now the hoes are like quarantined totally to absolutely. a large Thank I think that we learn that. more about pop culture all the fucking time if we open mirror mirror on our phone you know what I mean like I literally did not understand why this year in particular and, everyone has been like on the Met Gal because I'm like but like Y'all, Met Gala has been happening. On the same tip, white people learned about Juneteenth during quarantine. Absolutely. I mean, Thank I just you, feel baby. like it's a yes. very interesting transmission totally. of like cultural influence right now because Absolutely. it's not just like billboards that we're For all sure. seeing, you know? Um, what we were going to say was, what did Janie Gibbs mean to you? What did mm. she do for you? What was, what, how? Do you have anything to say? Or should well, I Vanessa with? Lee Chester was like very important. Mm. I I didn't realize it actually until we were like really talking about this. Mm-hmm. But I was like, she was like that bitch. She was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, and you reminded me of A Little Princess. I had forgotten about that movie, but I fucked with A Little Princess. Mm-hmm. And she was... Uh, what was her character's name? In a little it's princess, Sarah Crew, Sophie? and then no, I'm gonna look it up. Sarah Literally, we never do this, but I'm about to. Okay, well, her character in a little princess, I really enjoyed, and um, Becky. she she was Becky. Becky. Oh hell yeah, absolutely Becky. Okay, yeah, totally. But then I did remember she was on that episode of Veronica Mars mm-hmm. later, and. She just, she's been around. She's all that. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy her. Like her a lot. Appreciate the representation. She's dope. Totally. And you had said something about Janie's mom being like such a like. Regular real black, mom. black woman. Yeah. <laughs> literally. And I was like, I didn't even notice that because she was so real. I Who was just like. That character? I'm trying to find out. I don't know. 
but she looked like my mom and my aunt and i was like a kid watching that and i was just like oh cool like i didn't think now it's people are like oh my god look there's a black person in something and it's, it's like i think that now we're like talking about stuff in a different way but back in the day i was just like oh this movie is dope janie is black that's cool um her mom looks like my mom my aunt she really looks like my aunt but yeah she's great she's very important and um nickelodeon did a great job with that movie in general totally yeah Yeah, i think that i remember i had like a deeper or deeper what the fuck that means but other kids weren't talking about race the way i was like Mm -hmm. at that time in 1996 i was seven years old and um I remember noticing Janie's mom because she reminded me way more of like regular moms in the world than like TV moms. Cause TV black moms were like, they had like a relaxed hairstyle and they were thin basically. And maybe light skin, but I don't think I had a sense of that um, at that time, but I was like, Oh wow. And, and the way she talked to Janie, like they were like, they were showing Janie as like this, like, brilliant science genius person Mm. and i don't know in the book if she was black or not like i don't know anything about the book but it's interesting like nickelodeon cast her Mm -hmm. um, vanessa lee chester as janie and oh man i just remember being like wow i don't see on television people making black kids geniuses like janie Mm. and i noticed it Mm. i was like oh right and i noticed i think the way i said it to you this morning was like it occurred to me that somebody, some white person had lied to me more likely than that Nickelodeon just made up this random idea mm. that a black kid had a science kid in their bedroom and like practice this stuff. But it was a moment of, re- of realizing that I didn't have, like, I didn't have a complete sense of what black life was in the U.S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that's more complex than people have led me to believe black folks are. And if this is too real for folks, I totally understand. But I appreciate you keeping it real like this because first of all, there's a bunch of white people like cocking their eyebrow at you right now. And I'm like, bitch, you know, you feel the exact same way about this. I don't know who you're talking about. I mean, I've had several many years of practice at trying to understand and reconcile and be able to speak clearly into this, these memories, you know, I don't think a lot of white people have had that opportunity to be really ushered through a, a, an emotional practice of recognizing white supremacy in the self. And You're so I think so, it's scary. Well, mm-hmm. what the fuck am I going to do? Shame them. And then they, yeah, totally. Anyway. So I definitely remember that being like a point of connection for me at a really young age of like, there's some force at work that's saying one thing when the truth is mm. everybody's really complex. Mm-hmm. Everybody's really smart. Everybody has like, you know, funny interactions with their moms when they take their mom's bra to like stabilize the balloons filled with mold mm-hmm. in the science experiment in the house mm-hmm. and then it explodes and it's gross. I mean, like everybody does that. That's not like a white people thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was something else I wanted to say about that. I feel like I'm realizing now that Janie was also like the one black kid in her friend group, which was again representation. And again, I did not notice these things as being like, and I was just like, that's a good movie. I was like, oh, I love Harriet the Spy. I will watch it every day. Like, that's great. But now I'm like, oh, it's because it was like 
my life or something like it. Well, in sport was the their, New York version. Their other friend was poor mm-hmm. and they talked about it. <gasps> totally. You know what I mean? And and they talked about the dynamics of like having money and your friend not having money, but you're a kid. So you don't really have money, but you know, your parents have money and their parents don't have money. And you see them in the grocery store, not able to pay for bread. And you're like, that shit was so real, dude. But it's conflicted inside of you because you're like trying to understand why the fuck do I have money to pay for bread? And sport doesn't have money to pay for bread. You know, what's mm-hmm. that about? Is his dad not a good dad? Like all of these mm-hmm. issues get explored. Meanwhile, my but ass. Also, <laughs> see, like, I never even thought about. We can't pay for bread either. Yeah, I never thought about um, Harriet's side of it really, and like, I did get that it must be like uncomfortable for her. But mainly, I was embarrassed to identify with sport as much as I did. Mm-hmm. That's what it was because mm-hmm. I was like, that. It's only been as an adult watching that movie mm-hmm. that I'm like, wow, this is triggering. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. this is a lot. Yeah. But also, like, it just that is a character that like. I definitely identify with in a huge way. And like it just I I thought they did right by that. The way that they talked about his life, I really appreciated. I think they did the shame and joy cycles of like improv impoverished childhood like pretty well. For also loving what it was. your parents and like love like being like like we're doing this together. Yeah. Like this is us together, you know? Yeah. And like having to like sort of give up parts of your childhood in order to be a support system exactly. in your family. It's not bad. It's not wrong. Literally. It's not right. It's not better or worse. It literally is just what happens sometimes. It's just what's happening. Yeah. It's just like, this is what's happening. He was like, as far as like, I have, I got to do, he said, I, I don't remember how he said it, but it's like, right. I got to do chores, you know? Yeah. And then it was like, um, I got to, do the books and these it was just are like, the books yeah i was just like yeah like he had to figure shit out yeah. you know anyway so we'll do next week's trivia question at the end of the, at show. the end of this episode okay cool a few of our favorite things okay do you want to go first i started like saving different instagram memes and videos um for this segment and mm, sometimes they're just really simple and stand out and, and they echo in my head throughout the day or the couple days after I see them. And I love on the note of transmitting culture in new and different ways. Like I love getting to read people's ideas that I otherwise just literally wouldn't. Um, and so I saw this sweet illustration of a, it's like sort of like a balloon and the balloon, the balloon like ribbon is like, what do you want to call it? I was just burping. Oh, there's like a balloon and the balloon rhythm rhythm ribbon yeah. that's like sort of coming down. I thought a, maybe you wanted to call it its tail. I was gonna say its tail. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there was a balloon mm-hmm. on a pink background that's uh-huh. just like line drawing balloon with a little bit of stippling shadow. Mm-hmm. And then the tail of the balloon, the ribbon, is these words that say sometimes you need to let things go. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the balloon is just sort of floating in space and ignoring the ecological problematic nature of letting balloons go into space, microplastics in the ocean. I felt like this was a very sweet um, image and just stuck with me that like there are ways you can just literally open your hand. You don't have to you don't have to like get over something or like everything's OK about that thing now at all. You literally just have to open your hand up. Mm. And just release. You can even physically open your hand. And I've been practicing this when we're... This morning we were having a little bit of a 
getting the show ready. <laughs> it must be Wednesday. It must be Dear Jessamine time. Because <laughs> yeah. we had a great day, very sharing, honest, <laughs> vulnerable. And then I'm setting things up and it's like short, short, short. Anyway, <laughs> I was under the table opening my hands and then clenching them really, really, really hard just to see what that feels like. And then opening them all the way, just lightly and slowly. And I let go of whatever. I don't even have any sense of what was causing me grief earlier, but so that's my favorite thing for right now. I'm looking at it on my phone and you described it perfectly, first of all. And also it is so moving and gorgeous and I appreciate you sharing it. Mm. And thank you. Um, my favorite thing is it's actually a series of favorite things, but it centers around a specific favorite thing. And it is the products made by the brand first aid beauty. Oh, I'm yeah. so grateful for this brand. And I told you, will you, Maybe you remember, I don't know, but we did a campaign yeah. with First Aid Beauty like last year or the year before. And I had never tried their products before. I did like the um, the face cream, but like I didn't care like that much about it, if I'm being honest. I was just like, yeah, this is a dope product. I fuck with skincare. It's great. But recently I have, my skin has started to flare up with eczema, mm -hmm. specifically paraoral eczema. And this has been an internet diagnosis. I have yet to go to a dermatologist. And, but it is based on. Perioral just means around the mouth. Well, that's what Google said. So that's what I'm saying. Actually, I think technically it's called peri paraoral dermatitis, mm -hmm. just to be very clear. So. There are a lot of different things that can make it happen, all of which I have done recently. <laughs> um, seasonal changes, uh, uh, what you eat. So dairy. Mm -hmm. I don't usually eat like that much dairy, but in the last like month or two, I've had a lot of dairy. Mm -hmm. Um there's something, there's another big one. Face product. Oh, face product oils. Mm -hmm. um, so what had happened was I thought I was getting a cold sore. Mm -hmm. And usually when that happens, I just like douse my face with tea tree oil. It's very effective or it has been in the past. Anyway, turns out, I don't know if I was or wasn't getting a cold sore. That's mm -hmm. irrelevant. The point is that my face started tripping like in a, a really intense way and at first i was like what the fuck and this something like this happened when we were in vermont mm -hmm. it, like mm -hmm. my lips started to expand right. and i was like what the fuck like what's going on and then we left vermont and it didn't happen anymore so i was like we're good yeah. but i always think now that vermont is not mm -hmm. a place that i can live no. because it is like very dry there and yeah. very cold so we got back down south. That was no big deal. But I have traveled quite a bit recently and like, like went to South Africa, went to LA and, and then now across the country. But even before, like when I got back from LA and South Africa, that's when it was really like starting to be like, what the fuck's going on? And then when we went on this trip, it's just been consistently bad. Like I would say I've never had anything like this happen to my face before mm -hmm. or just change like this other than when I was like 12 and my skin was just breaking out and mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out that whole situation but it took me until i was like 34 to finally get that situation mm. i thought i had that situation figured out save for menstrual cycles and like sleeping on a dirty pillowcase i'm like i think i got this together 
But then all of a sudden, it's just like patches McGee everywhere on my face. It's so intense. I'm like, what is happening? How did this happen? And it has like thrown my whole worldview into a Mm. tailspin. I don't know how else to tell you. And like, it could maybe be, I'm sure later in life, I will look back. I'm glad I have the evidence here now of what I was like at this age. I mean, just, okay. I speak harshly to myself. I'm a very intense person. I have this version of myself to remember. Because this is like a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure I'll feel differently later. But at this point, I'm like, no, I was like just getting my face figured out, my skin figured out. I think that's so, so legit, homie. I really yeah. just I wish you would. I don't know. I don't but, know. You can be however you are. I'm just hearing it and being like, that sounds normal. D- exactly. Like a normal moment to have. Well, part of the issue was that I was actually exacerbating the problem with my mm-hmm skincare regimen that I've been doing like obsessively and like the a very specific routine almost every product in that routine is just making it worse and mm. so I'm just like what's going on because what it feels like if you never had paraoral dermatitis eczema it feels like your skin is very tight and very itchy and it's flaking and it's like I told you that my cousin had it when I was a kid. When he, when we were kids, he had it like on his belly mm. and it was always an issue and like just shit was happening with mm-hmm. it. But I was also telling you that I'm sure I was more concerned with how it was inconveniencing me or mm. like something like that, you know, I was a kid. You no, have... but I'm just saying like, I, what I'm saying is that I don't remember what, yeah. <laughs> what the cures were or anything. And, um, but talking about it online has been really helpful because so many people, first of all, so many people, have this like it's extremely common and like have all these incredible suggestions and so I really want to say thank you to anyone who has ever said anything to me about this because it is your help has been helpful the thing that I was really excited about yeah no but this is the thing I knew I wanted to go to Ulta to look at some products I'd had a first aid beauty recommendation. I know the story is forever long, but oh. I'd had a recommendation. So I was like, I know that that brand will be there or should be there. But I wasn't like, I've just been like kind of down on myself lately and like not really, <sighs> not focusing on, like not wanting to like do nice things for myself Mm. just um, in a few different ways and I wasn't even wanting to go to Ulta and you and I went to breakfast at a place on the other side of town and in between there and here it's Ulta and I was like would you want to go to Ulta and you were like no (laughs) and I was like okay and then you were like, no, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like, did I need to get anything at Ulta? No, I don't need to get anything at Ulta, but we could go to Ulta. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. And then you were like, no, you should go to Ulta. Like you should go and like get something that would, it was just the way that you encouraged me to do it. I really appreciate it because I needed that encouragement. Mm. And, um, and we went, you, because I was like, I don't know what products to get. Like I've read some things, but like, I don't know what to get. And I don't want to just get some random shit that's not going to work. And, um, you were like, you could just ask somebody at Ulta what would work. And I was like, I was thinking, man, they're not going to know. But I think also part of it was like, I didn't want to be vulnerable with anyone. Mm. And so I was just trying to like make an excuse for why it would not work out mm-hmm. if I was vulnerable. But you were like, just do it. And I was like, okay. And so I went into Ulta. Just like ask the person at the counter. I'm saying it. I'm like, I think people do this all the time and they're not. I think a lot of people don't do this in the same way that you were about to not. Yeah. (laughs) But I just was like, 
do you know any like do you have any recommendations for paraoral eczema dermatitis and she was like yeah you should get this <laughs> like and she just walked me over to the first day beauty section and was like this thing and this thing and this thing and i was like thank you so much i really appreciate just i appreciated that interaction so much mm -hmm. like it meant so much to me it mm -hmm. really was just it meant so much to me and there's part of me that wants to cry so i can just cry like to myself you can cry in but, any which way but then so that was one part i told you there were levels to my favorite thing this week hell yeah but the main thing is the products <laughs> made by first aid beauty that are just so good and have literally like in the morning is when it's the worst the mm -hmm. eczema and it's better you know like it's like it's still tight and still flaky but not the way that it was before mm -hmm. and i can only imagine that it has a lot to do with these products and i think specifically the serum is really good um and the um i mean i guess we can get links for all this stuff but, mm -hmm. uh, but i've been using the face cleanser the serum the toner is also so good and so important. It's the thickest toner I've ever used and it's so good. And um, and then the face cream that I did the ad for before that I'd liked before is still fire now. So um, and also Robin's Nest Seattle uh, lip balm. I need to get a lip balm that is really meant for this. I think mm -hmm. that this is just like a touch too thick for me, but it's getting the job done and I'm grateful for it. And um, you stay on that Robin's nest. I wanted to make a TikTok. I might actually still. Yeah. That's just like everywhere you can find Robin's nest yes. um, lip balm. And it's like her website, the, her Instagram, this drawer, that drawer, that bedside table, when this part of my car, that, that like part today. of my outdoor space, right under the Berkey, underneath mm -hmm. the cabinet, where this light mouth. fixture is, <laughs> three in Justin's pocket, two in my pocket somehow also. <laughs> Yeah, Literally. I might still this do that. shower, that shower. That's right. That shower caddy. That shower. Where the cats yeah. hang out. Where the dog Literally. hangs out. <laughs> underneath the dog. Underneath, underneath the cat. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's favorite thing. I love your favorite thing. I'll just say you came home, we came home from Ulta and you washed your face and just literally immediately after it looked like it was like less swollen. It mm. certainly looked less um, inflamed. You seemed really happy. It stayed not inflamed and swollen mm. for the rest of the day. I was like, what the fuck? You were in so <laughs> much pain before. And it's, oh man, it was devastating <laughs> like, to look at your partner. And think, totally. So I was, I was like, where has this been? Why wasn't this the very first thing that happened? Now I'm kind of like cool if anything else ever happens let's just jet on over to somewhere that people know how to make it feel better literally hey watching you experience like physical pain for longer mm -hmm. than necessary i'm sure you hate watching me be depressed and shit i'm trying to learn lessons through the pain yeah well this was one yeah anyway yeah yeah, maybe we can put some of that footage in for Kylie or into the <gasps> yes to oh just God, yes yeah the footage from from going old. You also really opened my eyes when we were there. You were like the way you were shooting me. I was like, this is annoying because I was like, I have my 
my eczema and like i'm just trying to get into, and like i do want to get the products but like i like i'm like don't shoot me right now mm-hmm. but then you're like no i'm literally trying to understand why we're here because like you're like i don't like why would you want to like go to ulta or like what is the thing and like and oh, Walgreens or yeah, the totally. Oh, God, and you Ulta is the best explain. story. The I mean, world. everything that happened there, I was like, oh, okay. There's like a political part of me that's like oh, privatized med- medicine. I'm mad about it, but it's also mm-hmm. like amazing to be able to like go down to Ulta and like pick up this like real helpful, yeah. real, real, and real important kind yeah. of like me- you know medicine for the. I love that so. that was your introduction. Was this your first time at Ulta, you know, or like first time like really drag a butch to Sephora and Ulta and stuff? One time I wanted to go on a date with you, and I went to one of them and got my face all done, yeah, and bought like a new outfit and heels and earrings. And yeah. you, lo- I walked got to your door and knocked, and you opened the door, and you were like, "Oh, I was very surprised," and I was in the most emotional pain oh, I'd been in in a long time. I hate myself for that. And reaction, I just like. Dude hung out while you looked at me and said this is weird over and over and over again i was like yeah okay there's a little the bit of worse there used to be a little bit of femme in me <laughs> there is so much feminine you you there's are so much i know and i was like you can't see me okay my bad i did surprise you i felt like that had more to do with you than like, me but i'm you not wanted a specific femme. god i, no, I wanted I to show you a part of me we haven't really talked about it that much since. No, this was years ago. This was my first. That many dating. years ago. This was my first started dating. Yeah, but we went to a. I don't appreciate the way that I was. That human day. rights campaign gala. Yes, we did. We had fun. We were very femme for femme. I don't think there's we many pictures because I felt like you didn't want to see me. Didn't like what I was working with. Sorry to bring this up. It really just no, came. I was I just, yes. This is the last time I said Ulta but... Beauty. Actually, it was for that. That was at Ulta. Or Sephora. Sephora. Are they the same? No. They're not the same. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> so many That's apologies. why I was... Okay. I want to come back to this whole Ulta <laughs> Sephora conversation. Ooh, no, this just good. illustrates how often I've been to these places. <laughs> no, or no they, mention of It's not hard to get them confused. I just wanted to speak specifically yeah. to like parts of it. But I was so surprised that night. That I was, was like... High femme. I had it. no idea you were femme. I had no idea. I wouldn't reduce and any of my gender to like one no, thing. No, not at all. And baby, this is what I think is so fucked up about the gender bias. And I know that binary? everyone binary. But okay, thank you. I'm sorry. Did no, that I'm just feeling stupid. I'm feeling like I'm feeling I'm tripping over my words. Um, Let's I feel breath. like I feel like it's not socially acceptable to talk about being about saying things wrong and thinking mm. about things in a way that is gendered and that yeah. is problematic like because everybody wants to be so fucking progressive but like the reality is that i was raised in a community where it's like there is a gender binary yeah. and my mind formed around that and so i have to deconstruct everything and i'm not trying to be offensive i just don't always know but in that instance I had at that point in my life, I had a very clear idea of who I was as a person Mm. and what I was doing, what I'm doing in general. And I reacted in a way that, while honest, I feel was so disrespectful of you and very hurtful and like something that I would not like to I would not like to 
make a habit of behaving mm. that way. I'm sure I have, but I still just feel like it was not cool <laughs> at all. And I don't condone it or like it mm. at all. Um, and I've been thinking that for years and I don't know if I've expressed it quite like that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't know either. I mean, it, I feel you. We all change. I mean, I grew a lot in that moment. Just like you had said over and over again that you thought it was more about me for that me. That was the thing. Which is like, it's just a cop out thing to say when you've been, when you've done something hurtful to somebody and you're like, actually, this has nothing to do with me. And I'm like, well, your reaction has something to do with you, but you're right. This is me on me. I'm looking totally. for something in myself. Absolutely. But aren't we all at all times? Loki. Totally. Um, I just remember being like, okay, this is the moment where you decide if your gut is being true. Like if this is really who you are, if you're on in a costume or not. Yeah. And I wasn't. But I learned that that night about myself, that I wasn't in a costume. Because what I was coming sort of... When I think back on how you looked, you looked really sexy. Really good. I looked, yeah, looked really, really good. fucking good. Very yeah. coordinated. I mean, the whole thing, very slutty, but like... Very slutty. You could pretend sexy. like it was tasteful if you were like... If you had like, you know, thought highly of me or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like sluts. <laughs> no, I know. Me yeah. too. That's <laughs> what happens there. But um, shaved everything, mm -hmm. which is like more of a chore than you realize You're if so you bad. never do it. And um, what else did I do? Did the whole, got the makeup done. I had a whole, I had my hair was cut. I have one picture where I was trying to stop, I was trying, I was trying not to cry. And I was like, can't you not cry in makeup? And I was, you were getting ready, I think. And I was like in that big, at the time it was like full length mirror in the doorway of your house. And I took a picture of myself, like smoking weed or something maybe. And I was like, this is for you, you know, for my, to myself. And um, so I have that one picture, but otherwise I, I just feel like it was like, and even at the gala, it was just funny. I was like, wow, this is not how I expected this to go. <laughs> but so what was frustrating for me, and I don't, I don't really, I, I just want to give some explanation to how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. But like, it felt like it was about you wanted me to react in a specific way. Probably. And so I felt like I had to react in a specific way that was not authentic to me. Mm -hmm. And but it was like annoying to me that that was what was being asked of me at yeah, that moment. Yeah, totally. And I definitely don't think that that means that the way that I reacted was appropriate. And I hate that you felt like you could not capture yourself. No, I mean, I made all those choices. Like, oh, I know yeah. that I'm 100% responsible for myself. I just think that what was gleaned in that in that experience was just like some more texture of like what we are working with together, you know? Yeah. And like, <clears throat> you know, I think there's a lot of truth in the idea that that was me that was me dressing up for me and it didn't really have to do with anybody else but there was also a truth to like how does this person receive me yeah and so all of it is important information i'm just i haven't really thought about it since yeah you know <laughs> literally just my last time at one of those shops yeah what's coming up for you I'm just thinking about it, thinking about all this. Yeah. About. It's also this weird, like, victim stance that I must have some idea of femininity in my head. Like, because, mm. you know, it's like I had, I was like, okay, I'm going to dress this way. This part of me is going to come out for this event. And, um, 
And then when it didn't go my way, I was like a victim of yours or something. Mm. And I'm like, God, that must be some weird conflation I have with being feminine, dressing femininely. And, and, and I know it, I mean, I'm not speaking from no knowledge. I, I do know that a huge part of the way I present so masculine is self-protective. Mm-hmm. So I must have this sense of that part of me being vulnerable, but you know, I, th- I think now having some language around like victim, villain, hero sort of complex, I don't really want to read that script anymore. So even just listening to myself that say that I took that picture for myself it's like, oh yeah, you're good. It's fine. <laughs> you know? And I think I did look good. I do remember being like, damn, yeah, I looked really good. And that's, that's enough. Isn't that why we dress up? Yes. So the whole exactly. check plus, you know, all good. It feels like maybe there's toxic residue for you though. Oh my God. I acted like an asshole. Oh, you can be, I no, I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's, if there's toxic residue, it's my own toxic residue. It's fucking oh, yeah. Spider-Man, that black shit. No. But I didn't see the Spider-Man that involved that, but I just assumed it could be like good. I don't know. I could be wrong. something that infects them. At a minimum, it's like in Mario Kart when the black splotches get on your, Oils. uh, oil spills yeah. mm-hmm. on your visor. That's what it is for me. For sure. So until I run out of that fucking whirly <laughs> kick. <laughs> Um, can I say one more thing about Sephora and Ulta, which whatever, Please, I just feel like it's really normal to get those stores confused, but they are like slightly different. And I love that you have an association now of Ulta with medical, with like prescription grade, uh, skincare, Mm. because that is, I almost forget that Ulta even has that section and had to remember to go. Cause I think of Ulta as more like Sephora with hair stuff, like Mm. a lot of hair stuff. Um, okay. And like drugstore brands, Sephora is like, like boutique style brands and Ulta has like some drugstore brands and they do more like nail stuff. There's just more like overall body at Ulta and they have obviously lots of skincare things. That's it. I just wanted to say that. Well, I wanted to read that card. I'll say I had to, um, answer the question of like, why am I filming you at one point? And I Mm. did specifically say, because I didn't understand that this was an option, that this was a place to go find like relief for a struggle that you're having in in a skincare area. Mm. And I've dated a lot of people who have skincare things, you know, this world is so hostile to so many of us for so many different kinds of reasons. Mm. And um, it was just really cool thing to learn. And I felt like if there's anybody like me who just doesn't know, Mm. it would be cool if, this would be like, no, you can, this, this may be an option for you. Did you know? So that's why I just like to spread, like spread the good word. You're a sweet girl. Oh, you're nice. Okay. The astro thought of the week. Yes. Okay. My astro thought of the week is that Venus is an Aries, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. I appreciate when like all signs are in Aries. Any sign is an Aries. Why? Because it's like quick, like go, like do the thing, Decisive. just like move on, yeah. like go the, go the way, like pick, make choice. Like, I appreciate that. Like, don't langu- don't be languid, like mm. just be, you know, just do it. And because life's short, have fun. And um, life's even shorter when you're ramming your head and everything. So please have fun. Really My God. Point. That is a really good point. Or could be. Well, there's a bunch of other astrology that's happening next week that I feel like is Mercury's pre-retrograde shadow is, and it's so helpful now. 
to like know that the astrology is like kind of the same every year, like mm. year over year. So like Mercury retrograde happens this time of year, mm. generally, I think. And like, it's nice to be like, oh, okay. Because I feel like I have positive associations with this time of the year in general. Like Moving I've always enjoyed like April, season. May. Yeah. So I'm like, it, it's like that, like, Aries to Taurus to Gemini season is nice. Just and it's springtime. I like it. Um, so I'm here for it. But um, but the Mercury's pre-retrograde shadow has been a lot. And so I can only imagine how it will be when it actually stations retrograde. Next week. Um I don't know what this means, but Venus being into venus moving into aries makes me think about how my venus is in aries Aries. and if you think it's a lot to date an aries sun dating an aries sun whose venus is also in the sign of aries i feel like is probably some intense loving you Um, have so many signs in aries do i I don't think i'm that many i wouldn't mind i I dig the the idea. I'm gonna look it up. The concept of <clears throat> having planets and Aries. Yeah, of how an Aries exists. Ash. Do you want to give these listeners a trivia question for next week? Yeah, this week's trivia question is: What organization did Polly Murray help found? And. I'll give you a hint. No, no hints. No. Well, you can say there's at least two or more options for answers. Well, no, what I wanted to say was like, we're doing like queer history. This should air the first week of Pride Month. Pride Month. Which is like everybody'sgay.com at tumblr.com. But like on acid and steroids. (laughs) I think this is going to be the best Pride, the biggest, best Pride Month. Ever. Every if the host was this gay, excited so. about the Mechala. <laughs> right. <laughs> All these straight people are gonna be like, you know, I never knew this about queer history. And I have been living a lie. I feel like it's gonna be like so straight. many people are gonna Whole come out. Parades of straight people wearing rainbow baseball caps. Mm-hmm. And I'm that just they got here at Target. For it. They all got them at Target. Yeah. I think a few got them at Old Navy as well. Mm. I'm happy for it and I like it. And can you get flip-flops too? And will you please tell your children that it's okay for them to wear those flip-flops too, please. And also if you could just like be openly gay, because that's why you enjoy it. But you know, whatever. You don't need to do things out in the open if you don't want to. Why am I trying to tell people what to do? It's a, Ugh, there's so many, love and fear. supremacy. God love and it. fear are the only two options. So pick one. Thank you all so much for writing us reviews on iTunes. It helps with the show's ranking so much, and it would mean the world to us if you leave us a review. And we would love to read you a review right now. Ash, take it away. Thanks, Jessamine. Love listening to Jessamine and Ash. I'm a queer with a dog in Richmond, and I really appreciated the shout out to my city in the most recent episode, Where's a Queer Supposed to Live?, I like that we effectively just shouted out Richmond, Virginia yet again. I love that this person knows that Richmond is one of the best queer places in mm-hmm. the world. I think personally, Richmond That's is exactly amazing. I think probably every place is one of the best queer places because everywhere queer people go and we're everywhere. Gorgeous beauty and flowers Literally. and things. 
there are some trash fucking queer people, but in the sense that um, we're all healing and we're all walking each other home. Damn. Uh, I wish it wasn't true, man. Say it ain't so. There's trash every, every kind of people. <laughs> every yeah. kind of person, there is a trash version. But And you know what? We all, you know who it is. Tell me. You. you. It's, it's oneself. <laughs> it's stuff. That's how we know about trash. Can I just I say, am, though? I'm a trash human being. I know <laughs> that this line of let's call it inquiry into the human spirit yeah. <laughs> has been inspired by, I've been reading Samantha Irby's book. Oh, yes. We're never meeting a person. Yeah. In real life. In real life. Sorry. We're yeah. never meeting. The, you know, I'll be, no, I just have read it. Like, people are obsessed with this book. And so I feel like I've read it everywhere and I love that you're reading it. Now. Let me tell you why. Um, so I couldn't even begin to finish a, a succinct list of why, but there's one reason, which is that for me, there's this, well, first of all, she quotes Ani DeFranco sort of in oh, context, yeah. which other people wouldn't know probably. And I'm here for it. And number two is that there's this, she's describing her cat and I can get into how I feel about when we describe our pets. It's really mm. describing a really big part of ourselves or how we feel mm -hmm. ourselves. She's describing this incredible sounding cat. And at the end of this personal ad where she's giving the cat away because it's whatever I'll, you'll mm -hmm. see she says pros fat cons trash <laughs> and it's just like i want that on every hat I and backpack and now. tote bag and just that's how i feel you told like, me about this i didn't get it now i get it pros fat yeah. cons trash and just the way she said because i'm listening to the audiobook the way she says trash i'm just like god it's me <laughs> anyway i'm I have a new favorite author that's okay because that fluctuates honestly i'm gonna be really honest i'm an aries and so yeah. it's gonna be true until maybe i pick up another amy tan book or and then it it's them true. and then it's but now you have to read everything of that Samantha Irby has written. I haven't purchased them all on audio on oh, you already Audible got them? Hell yeah. for my drive, my solo drive back to oh yeah California. Yeah, that's not happening. Do you want to? What drive by myself? Yeah, <laughs> baby, I want you to live into the, the fullest form of your freedom. I want to do the same, and I can do that anywhere, anyhow. Okay, that's really helpful. We've been on the fence about whether or not we're grounded in North Carolina right now. Mm -hmm. We're here a full week longer than. We were planning to be. Does that sound right? Because I feel like we were even leaving. Yeah. We were planning to leave earlier than this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, last Thursday we were supposed to go, and it's Wednesday now. Almost a week yeah. delayed. Yeah. Yeah. So we have been uh, on the fence about whether or not, for a variety of reasons, um, one of which was, should we break up? Yeah. <laughs> the age-old question, <laughs> should we break up? Age-old Dear Jessamine theme of, should Ash and Jessamine no longer date? Yeah. Um, but it's been like, should I fly back to uh, California and you drive back? Mm -hmm. And to the point where like, I bought a plane ticket to go back to California. And then... You bought a refundable plane ticket. Yeah. You stole my heart. You said it. We were like, fighting, you're buying it. And you were like... It's refundable. Click. And you shut your phone. I was like, I'm so glad it's refundable. I thought you didn't care. And I'm well, still One like, has to pretend to be stoic in the face of like really big weather systems, I think. Yeah. Or maybe I learned that in this relationship and I'm trying to uphold it because it feels seems to feel safer for you. Yeah. Very interesting. We always end on a big weird thing. Not always. Sometimes. End well, on cliffhanger. Bye. See you. <laughs> Dear Jessamine is produced by Tenderfire Media. For more on our show, 
Follow us on Spotify and Instagram at Dear Jessamine, or head over to our website, dearjessamine.com. If you're an Apple podcast person, you can subscribe to our show. And while you're there, write us a review. They really help us out a lot. And they give you a place to let folks know how you feel about our show. Here's our team. Kylie C. Roberts is our editor slash producer. Angel Foster and Naya Williams do our social media. Jamie Lepper draws our art and Fruit Snack plays our theme song. Montez Mickles is our director of production. Anna Rooney is my chief of staff. Amber Richardson is Ash's chief of staff. Ash Danger Phoenix is my co-host and co-producer. And I am Jessamine Stanley. And we believe that no one should be in jail for weed. Tender fire. Drop page.